As patients turn to PT first, be on the forefront with a diagnostic process that is logical, efficient, and cost-effective. The McKenzie Method of Mechanical Diagnosis and Therapy puts patients first. Find a course in your area at mckenzieinstituteusa.org. Defining moment spotlights a particular moment, incident, or case that either led the writer to a career in physical therapy or confirmed why he or she decided to become a physical therapist or physical therapist assistant. The following essay, titled It's a Hit, is read by its author, Elizabeth Sewer. She is a second-year student in the Doctor of Physical Therapy program at Bellarmine University in Kentucky and is president of the school's DPT class of 2020. There's a quote that perfectly encapsulates why I'm studying to become a physical therapist clinician and researcher and can't wait to begin my career. The difference between the impossible and the possible lies in a person's determination. That comes from Tommy Lasorda, the longtime manager of the Los Angeles Dodgers and a member of the National Baseball Hall of Fame. He wasn't speaking specifically of sports, but his background ties in nicely with the story I'm about to tell, which culminated on a softball field. Experiential learning and community engagement and service are important aspects of the Doctor of Physical Therapy program at my school. My research mentor on the faculty is Leanne Kerr, PT, DPT, DHS, a clinician scientist who, on March 6, 2018, introduced me to two extraordinary children in our pediatric service learning clinic. Chris was 10 at the time and Jenna was 9. Both have cerebral palsy and have been engaged in rehabilitation services for their entire lives. As preteens, they had reached the point in their lives that socialization and inclusion were very important to them. They were eager to do, quote, unquote, normal things, like attend sleepovers, hang out at the pool, and participate in sports. They had amazing family support, but they needed our help, too, to achieve those goals. With Leanne's guidance and oversight, a classmate and I developed a gait and strength training program and invited Chris and Jenna to participate in it. They did much more than that, however. They took personal responsibility to do well. As they gained strength and endurance, they set a specific goal. Both of them wanted to learn to hit a baseball or a softball. That desire, in and of itself, taught me an important lesson. Never see a person for his or her disability and never regard that disability as a problem to be fixed. Rather, always see an individual for his or her abilities and potential. We decided to add the goal of hitting a softball into our efforts to improve Chris's and Jenna's gait. The beauty of that plan was that neither child had any idea the two things were related. When we started working with them on swinging a bat, they considered a fun break from physical therapy. In reality, though, we were trying to engage their muscles in a new movement pattern that, ideally, would create beneficial co-contractions, produce faster timing, enhance coordination, and foster a more efficient gait pattern. Jenna got the hang of things pretty quickly and soon was asking for her protective harness to be removed so that she could challenge herself even more. During one particular session, something extraordinary happened. Leanne looked at Jenna and said, I'm going to ask you to do something that might make you fall, but I know that you can do it. Elizabeth and I are strong and we'll be right here to make sure that you don't get hurt. Do you trust me? Jenna nodded, wide-eyed with a look of dog determination on her face. She tackled something that I never would have imagined happening in week four of our protocol. She took two independent steps after swinging the heavy softball bat. I was in awe, thinking about how much strength, control, and coordination the sequence had taken. Jenna beamed. I knew in that moment that I had found my calling in life, to help people navigate the path to achieving their potential.
Chris's road was more difficult. He was very frustrated. He understood what we were asking him to do, and he was telling his body to do it, but he just couldn't achieve that desired result. He couldn't understand why his arms and legs weren't listening to his brain, and I couldn't do anything instantaneously to fix things. He was upset. I felt heartbroken. The biggest issue was that Chris couldn't fully straighten his elbows when he swung the bat. After what felt like a million times of me saying, arms straight, Chris looked me in the eye and quietly said, Elizabeth? Yes, I replied. Why can't you just leave me the way God made me, he asked. He gave me these arms and legs that can't straighten. Why can't you just leave them that way? Chills ran up and down my spine as I looked at him and saw past his struggles to his abilities. I can't leave things that way, I said, because you are capable of much more than you know. We kept at it. In both Chris's and Jenna's case, the more we worked together, the further they came out of their shell. They arrived for each session full of energy, invariably reporting that they had tried or achieved something since the last time that they had never attempted before. Chris described how he had put on his pants for the f- by himself for the first time and how he had been practicing softball at home with his family. Jenna's mom sent us videos of her trying to walk with only one crutch or hitting a softball in the backyard with her father. The degree of engagement that the gait and strength training program had fostered outside of our therapy sessions was astonishing. On September 30th, less than seven months after I had first met Chris and Jenna, it became clear that I had had the privilege of participating in something truly remarkable. We organized a softball game to showcase the kids' newfound talents, enlisting help from the wider university and community, and involving members of the softball team, volunteers, and others. Both Chris and Jenna hit the ball, ran the bases, and scored runs as fans in the bleachers cheered. Chris and Jenna were so happy. We had helped improve not only their physical abilities, but also their quality of life. Every experience I've had with these two children has shaped who I plan to become as a clinician and researcher. I've seen firsthand how a strong foundation of traditional physical therapy provides an excellent platform to achieve specific goals that get to the heart of who kids with challenges really are and how they don't want to be defined. Thankfully, Chris and Jenna are continuing to participate in clinical research at my school. I continue to feel blessed, meanwhile, by the opportunity they and their families have given to me to see the incredible difference that physical therapy can make in people's lives, as well as the importance of creating and building a solid body of evidence. I'm looking forward to following in Leanne's footsteps as a clinician scientist and to helping patients see that anything is possible when determination is in play. This has been an APTA podcast. APTA members can access the latest podcasts and transcripts at www.apta.org podcasts.